tell me about your pump rules coloring book. When did you get I... it? Where did you get it? Why did you get it? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm confused why any of those are actual questions you want to know in, in terms of it. Um, my old roommate Louise, good friend of the pod, um, bought it for me as a housewarming present for my home that I moved away from him until and he got me a housewives and vanderpump rules coloring book and i just the vanderpump rules one is so good this is the third color like page that i have fully done my first page that i did was obviously the quote i'm the number one guy in this group let me find it this so is you, the you're a color with markers girl this is the first one I did. Um, it just depends. Like, I think for some, I prefer marker. Okay, so then the other one, I was really in the gym and got real into it. And I don't think you'd be able to appreciate a lot of the details. But, like, I added, like, highlights to the hair. And I just did the most. I did so much for it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'll take a Pinot Gris. Yeah, correct. And I specifically made sure I sent a gif of the moment to my cousin as reference so I could make sure that I copied the shirt color and everything. I'm pretty proud of it. I'm not going to lie to you. What is that colored with? This is um, colored pencil. Okay. I like coloring with crayon. I'm a crayon girl. I used to be. I don't have any right now. I feel like maybe I need to get into crayon but then yeah my pride page which is the third page i felt like the background needed to be really in your face so that was marker mm-hmm. and honestly there's a world in which i'm like do i even color the rest of it or do i just leave it i mean putting in little effort for the gay community sounds right for you right exactly well no i feel like even with just the background colored it looks so cool that there it, there's a part of me that's like do you just end it here because it does look cool once again you're just trying to say what if i didn't put effort for the l's the g's the b's or the t's well realistically i will because i'm so excited i've already thought about the colors i'm gonna do on ariana's top so like realistically i'm gonna do it <laughs> But this took so long that there's a world in which I don't. We'll see. Tell also, off. is it I'm bad that it. it took until now for me to know that Louise doesn't live with you anymore? Um, I mean, it's telling of our friendship, you know? <laughs> I guess I just thought he was moving into the home that you bought. Right. Well, that was, like, kind of the pl- Okay, so, like, that was kind of the plan. And then as, like, push came to shove, I was just kind of like, okay. But also, or I could live alone. And it's my first time ever living alone. And I do feel like people should, when given the opportunity, I think you should jump at it. Like, as someone who is very afraid to live alone, just because I am such a, like, people person and I just love being with people like I have really flourished alone I love that for you thank you I'm in my thrilling threes I was what's funny is before the pod I thought to myself should we do like a mid-year check-in like how's your thrilling three going 
It feels like we're going to now. I mean, if we're going to just do a quick check-in, I think it's safe to say for both of us, the year took quite a turn. <laughs> Neither one of us was really, like, prepared for or had, like, seen coming, per se. So I feel like my thrilling threes, I mean, I am currently reading a book. So, like, that's a check. Um, I feel... <laughs> more present some no i feel more present with people that's a check even if i you know don't always listen i'm at least presently not listening but then also like i have found love i've purchased a home like i just my world took a real that i was not prepared for i don't remember what my like resolutions for the year were or my goals i could probably listen back yeah but, i don't either you know i but don't you, either <laughs> but but the thing is you like checked the things i remember you mentioned some of those things of like, yep. you wanted to address or do this year so good for you thank I, you i agree like i don't think i expected uh I hesitate to use the word love on the pod, but I was not expecting love to come into my life. Um, right, right. And yet here we are. Um, otherwise, like, what have I done this year? I don't know. I've probably grown as a person. You have. I feel like you have. I feel like there is, like, a calmness to you that might not have been present at the beginning of the year. And I think that whatever we want to say, relationships coming into our lives. I think they do impact those things, you know? They help help mold us. Well, live from these molds, it's Just Meaningful Plastic. Here are your hosts and judges, Katie Claire Narver and Chris Stockham Goodman. Woo! Chris, welcome back to Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. It is season 11, weeks 8 and 9. We have instant choreography week, and then the semifinals. We are down to our three Our thrilling three. We're down to a thrilling three. Well, we're down to three. (laughs) We're down to three. And thank you for welcoming me to the pod that we haven't been in for... Minutes. Minutes. I just you and like, some, you lose some. <laughs> I just enjoy spending time with you. I know, me too. I adore you. I, you know, enjoy talking to you, I guess. Right, right. That's an accurate depiction, description. For some reason, I just want to get, like, tactile right now. Like, I would love to just, like, hold your hand and be like, yep, we're holding hands right now, but we're not. Mm-hmm. See, that that doesn't but feel good enough. That doesn't feel tactile. Put your hand put your hand down so that, like, my hand is, like, into your... Oh, that feels... Oh, that feels nice. Uh. <laughs> uh, Katie... Don't bring me back to the days of donuts. <laughs> it has been 84 years since we visited those days. Okay, but for real though, week eight and nine. Week nine? Oh, uh, I, I mean, the problem is there's a couple people who I wish weren't here. <laughs> right. No, exactly. Um, 
And let's just get one of one of them out of the way. Yeah, coming in fifth place on the season, it should have could have been could have been Rick Fox, but it's not. Yep. Could have been Audrina. Yeah. It probably should have been Audrina. <laughs> yeah. And instead It's Kurt Warner and his partner Anna Trebunskaya. I can't I was like, oh my god, who's Kurt paired with? I honestly <laughs> have already forgotten that he was here. Right, 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 right. And I feel like that kind of sums up his dancing in week eight. Yeah, because uh, like their waltz was like fine. It was all fine, but it wasn't great. It wasn't exciting. It was just there. Yeah, he like surprised me somewhat just by how light on his feet he was. I thought his posture was much improved, but right as I thought to myself, wow, his posture looks so great. Oh, you know, his posture would be better. Rick Fox's, why isn't Rick Fox here? This is garbage. So like that was just kind of my story with Kurt this week. Yeah. It, like this waltz was effective. It was simple, but it's just yep. not enough for a quarterfinals. Right. And I know Rick Fox would have delivered a quarterfinals performance. Absolutely. Carrie Ann brings up a good point. I felt bad that the judges kept being like, oh, well, obviously there's better people than you, but you're doing your best. And I felt uncomfortable with that. But Carrie Ann said, it's clear you're being a really good student for Anna and you, Anna, for Anna. And you can see the growth that you're making because of her teaching. And I thought that was a good point. Yeah. He's... He's shown the capability to grow. He's shown the capability to be a good student. It's just, he's never been good enough. (laughs) That's way harsh, Ty. (laughs) But it's accurate. All eight's 24. Right. Did you like his cha-cha any better? I mean, I thought Anna choreographed it well, and I think he surprised me. I think he had kind of that good Latin core of keeping it kind of tight and looking right. But, like, it was fine. Yeah. This cha-cha is the first dance that we're going to talk about of our instant choreography. Mm -hmm. Uh, They got their song on the live show after their first round dance. So they already knew they were dancing a cha-cha. They got to practice styles, but they wouldn't get the music until Mm -hmm. about 20 to 30 minutes before they performed their number. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kurt ends up being the first victim of the night of, you can tell they had not had the music. Um, Correct. Yeah. Because he doesn't always time it well. I was surprised. I did think the instant dances worked for the most part, and mm-hmm. I thought people brought, like, surprise to them, but Kurtz was obviously, like, kind of mm-hmm. lacking. Did he have a line of fringe on his pants? I couldn't tell you. It, I couldn't tell either. I thought they were, but I could not tell because they weren't sparkly or anything, so that was mm-hmm. throwing me off. Um, the words that I used to describe his cha-cha. Yeah. It was gawky fun in the style of a drunk uncle. Oh! (laughs) Yeah! Yeah! So, goodbye, Kurt. You were our drunk uncle dancing. (laughs) And we think of you just as fondly. (laughs) 
So it, he got another set of eights. He scored 48 out of 60 for the week. He was not in last place, but he did go home. Yeah. And that's fine. Usually this is the part where we would talk about the person who came in fourth, but we're not going to do that. We're going to talk about the person who should have come in fourth. Shouldn't have even come in fourth, but like... Given... But should have come in fourth. It's Bristol Palin and her partner, Mark Ballas. In the quarterfinals, they began with an Argentine tango. We got a lot of Sarah Palin in this package. Oh, uh, way too much. I hate her. Much. The Argentine. How'd you, how'd, <laughs> how'd you feel about it? I mean, I think overall I was impressed with her routine. But, like, there's just always something off with her. And so I thought that she got through it okay and her feet, like, her feet were doing the steps. But it just was missing this, like, energy and this intention. And it was missing finesse in a way where it's like, okay, yes, you did it and you put your foot where it needed to. But I want you to, like place it and i want that movement to mean something and what she does does not mean anything yes and it's so frustrating because we say the same thing every week yes and like she goes out and she gives you just enough where you're like oh i think this is gonna be good and then it, it it happens and you're like oh well no it's not good it's missing something it's just frustrating because she's not terrible no it's just the same problem every week of there's no purpose to what she's doing mm-hmm. she's not necessarily in character she's not moving with purpose it's just walking mm-hmm. and this is an argentine tango like we should be having the time of our life and instead i am just watching her going hmm and hmm. and in the package, she calls this Argentine tango scandalous. And it's so tame. Yeah, like where was She thought scandal? that was scandalous? Ma'am, you had a child in your teens. That is scandalous. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get there. <laughs> this is not scandalous. All eights 24. You're right. Then they do a samba, and she just looks nervous. Yes. She was thinking so, so hard. It, she loses stamina. She clearly gets off. It's like, she forgets a large portion of it at one point. It, just, it was the moment where I was like, you know what? Like, she just cannot do this at the same level as everyone else. And that is perfectly fine. That is perfectly okay. But I don't want it to continue. Yeah. And it's it's so frustrating that America kept voting for her to keep going on because I'm not gonna say it, to. I'm not gonna say it feels therefore embarrassing or humiliating, but when she's not growing and changing and has to hear the same things week to week, but she keeps getting voted on, it's it's not very fun. <laughs> No, and she's not having fun. It would be so different if she was in the rehearsals, like, being a good sport about it. But she's in the rehearsals like, I'm homesick. I miss my family. They keep telling me I suck. I keep not improving. The end. Yeah. And 
like even the samba the samba is a party dance there are times where clearly she thinks to herself oh i have to smile i have to pretend like i'm having fun but it feels orchestrated none of it feels naturally charismatically fun mm-hmm. and it's unfair because it didn't feel like a samba was ever going to favor her but no, no. Uh, uh, but it doesn't and she doesn't live up to it and she gets overscored despite the fact that the judges are clearly like it's not good enough and then it gets too high a score but despite it like being the lowest score dance of the night it's overscored yeah because it gets a 23 a seven from carrie ann and two eights eights from one it like she ends up with the lowest score of the night at 47 but that's only one point behind kurt and it's not like kurt should move on either but like and there are things that are better about Bristol than Kurt, but at least Kurt looks like he's... It's not that she's not trying, but it looks like she's not trying. No, I know. I know. And you know she is, but it just looks like she's not at all. And it's like, and then she moves on, and the semifinals are genuinely... It is such a good episode, and there is such good dancing... And then there's Bristol. Like, that is just the way the semifinals was. Like, I was watching all of these just like, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap. Like, this is incredible. This is so good. And then there's Bristol. And, I mean, it doesn't help that she's overscored. But, like, she's, uh, watching her Paso, I realized she just felt like a robot. She was doing the moves, but there was no, you said it before, there was no meaning. There was no purpose. Mm -hmm. She, I thought to myself, it might have helped her to take an acting class during this. Yes. Like, it might have helped, but it, it just feels like she doesn't care, so why should I? Right. Right. And and people are literally only voting for because at one point Tom mentions I completely forgot about the tea party because yeah. obviously the Republican Party has taken that and turned it into MAGA. Um, but I was just like, man, I hate this. And you know that's the only reason she's going on. Yes, correct. Her paso, just like from the jump, like because um in the semifinals everyone's doing solos and their dances, and so like from the jump she's overwhelmed by the cape it just doesn't look strong where were my spanish lines where was my paso flavor to it i thought the dance was a bit too skippy feet were maybe okay but she just looked too hollow and dainty like it Mm -hmm. it, same same story different week you know her eyes were dead no she has dead eyes no and yet it scores a 27. <laughs> it, out of insane. Insane. I know this is totally unrelated, but I forgot to ask before. Uh, are there any coloring book pages that play really poorly now that Scandaval has happened? Um, nothing too horrible. There's one with, like, the Toms. Um, but, like, that's not cheaper. I mean... I, I will tell you, it's not necessarily pleasant audio to have the book closer to your microphone as you're talking and going flip, 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 flip. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to use my hands to find something. 
Um, because the Toms are the ones that are broken up now because the, one of the Toms got cheated on with another Tom. One, one of the, okay, there's so much wrong. That's the girl that does the cheating with one of the Toms. And so it was the other Tom the, uh, why aren't the Toms friends? I don't understand Scandaval okay. and I don't care, but like. Okay, so this goes back many, many seasons, many, many, like, relationships. So Tom Schwartz and Katie married and divorced. Tom Sandoval starts the show dating Kristen Doty, cheats on Kristen with Ariana, begins to date Ariana for the next 10 years. Like, they are essentially married at this point. Share a house, share businesses, like, they are together tom sandoval it is revealed has been cheating on ariana with one of her best friends so now why doesn't tom schwartz like sandoval because tom sandoval has been an absolute piece of shit so um had raquel over the but like, isn't her name also rachel or something it is it's her real name is rachel okay see i see a lot of things from gay tweeter yeah so basically sandoval like lied about everything tried to bring drag schwartz into it like Schwartz knew everything, but was basically covering for Tom, and I think has now just seen how the world has reacted and knows it's best to distance himself from it. But like at the reunion, there were so many times where Sandoval could have apologized or could have, you know, just owned up to it and done the right thing. He continually never did. So in conclusion, there's not really a lot in the coloring book that feels weird. No, not too bad. That's too bad. Who had the restraining order? Sheena. Raquel did against Sheena. And why? Um, Because she lied and said that Sheena punched her, but Sheena never punched her. And But that's not related to Scandaval. It is related to Scandaval. I, okay, I don't get it. I don't, I don't. Do I have to watch all ten seasons of Vanderpump Rules? This is what you need to understand. The night that all of this, the night Ariana found out, Sheena and Rachel are in New York filming Watch What Happens Live. Ariana is in LA with Tom at one of Tom's shows. Tom's phone falls out of his pocket. Ariana picks it up. Ariana thinks to herself, I need to look at this right now. Ariana goes to his photo album, finds a screen recording of Rachel being intimate with herself via FaceTime that Tom has recorded. Oh, wait. Rachel Raquel is the person who slept with... Okay. Sandoval. Okay, great. See, somehow I just didn't connect that. So then... Rachel, so Ariana finds out, calls Rachel Raquel. Rachel Raquel is like acting as though everything's fine. Sheena walks by and Rachel Raquel is like, yeah, I've been like having a month long affair with Sandoval. Ariana just found out. And then somebody punches somebody in the face. And then Sheena obviously gets very upset by that. And Sheena says she pushed her. Rachel said she punched her. 
but Sheena did not punch her. What's wild is this is not the first time Scandifall has been explained to me point blank. And I still... (laughs) You don't understand, like, the nuances behind it, though, and, like, the parallels of it, because, like, back in season three, it gets revealed that... Tom Sandoval's current girlfriend has had sex with his best friend. And the whole thing is like, they did it while he was in the other room, like yada, 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 like all of this stuff. And like, that was such a big thing. Obviously, everyone rallied around Sandoval, like it kind of created him into like, I'm not going to say he was ever like the moral compass of the group, but he's always kind of been the one to call people out on their BS. And so then the fact that, like, he is literally doing the exact same thing that happened to him to his partner, and he did it, like, Kristen cheated on him once or twice, like, had sex with Jax a couple of times. Tom was in a seven-month-long affair with her friend. And they all work for Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant? (laughs) I mean, no one does anymore at this point. Then why are they still a show? Because now you've just been watching these people for 10 years, so you care about them. Okay, but then why? (laughs) You'll just never get it. I honestly don't even want to talk about her last dance. She had a waltz. It wasn't very good. I didn't watch the package or the judge's comments. Wait, you didn't? No, I couldn't find it anywhere. Oh, I found it very easily. Well, that made one of us. It was very it was very uncomfortable because they talk about like, oh, she was just like a great golden child. She was so good, blah blah blah. And then it all changed because I met Levi. And I and like the audience like uncomfortably titters because it feels like she's blaming the fact that she like had unprotected sex on Levi. And it's like, it took two to tango girl, and then she once again is like abstinence is so important and that's what people need to understand as a choice and it's like there's also called condoms right um it's it's a lot of sarah palin in the package um the audience cheers for sarah palin being the republican nominee for vice president and i'm just like yeah i wonder how bristol is getting these votes um maybe i was better having not seen it you know yep um Okay, part of the problem of this waltz is, A, the music just feels weird, like it doesn't keep a consistent time, and for Bristol, uh uh-oh. Second, like, we had a dark waltz the week before that had shades to it. How is Bristol ever going to compare? Right. She's not. So I was bored. Um, It's overscored, 89926. She has the lowest score of the night at 53, and she's able to make up four points infuriating yep all right good news you get to talk about jennifer gray let's go in week eight first dance of the night quick step and boy did they do it well i understand that her being injured and her health problems are dominating like what's happening to her behind the scenes yeah but i kind of hate that every single pa- every single week it feels it. like we're talking about her not yeah. being able to dance. Yeah. And I'm just kind of sick of that being her only story. It's not uh, her fault. It's yeah. just like they're not giving her anything else. 
they're not doing anything beyond that. It'd be in like they kind of try to where they're like, oh, but she's just so resilient. It's like, no, I want to see more of her. I don't mm-hmm. want to see more of her injury. Yeah. I want to see more of her. And it was nice, like seeing her with, interact with her dad. And that was a nice Lovely. little bit. But then it was kind of consumed by, oh, but she's injured. Can she keep going on? <laughs> But I do think at that point, it definitely felt like, would she maybe quit? Right. And again, that's why I'm like, I understand why they have to do it. But therefore, don't do it every single other week. (laughs) No, it's a lot. It's totally a lot. Um, I thought the quick stop was far too Derek heavy. Why did he have two solo breakouts? I ridiculous. I thought she was completely smooth up top, beautiful energy in her feet, wanted a bit more body contact. I wanted him to give her more to do, but I enjoyed it. I thought she had a real joy to her. She's always going to be good. Yeah. It was very my style. It felt very classic. Yeah. Uh, She felt ever a smidge behind once or twice, but I thought she did so well. Right. Bruno, of course, brought up the specter of Fred and Ginger, and that's what I thought, although Derek was more giving me Gene Kelly, and we know Derek idolizes Gene Kelly, so of course he did. always gonna give Gene Kelly. Like, why doesn't he just marry Gene Kelly at this point? Right. Because Gene Kelly's dead. (laughs) Marry him already. Straight Nines, 27. Their next dance is a rumba. And Katie, you famously hate rumbas. So how does it feel knowing this is the first 10 of the season? I really liked it. I really liked it. It was a sexy rumba. I could not agree more with the critiques or the comment that Len gave Everything about it, it was variations. It was all about the variations that they were creating. And he says, variations make it great dancing. And that's what we've just witnessed. I thought she had great connection, a beautiful fluidity. She moved like a dream. Her legs, there was tech in certain moments. There was nuances in certain moments. I just thought it was a very, very, very well done dance. Mm-hmm. I agree. I thought it had lovely slink. I loved when she balanced her leg on his shoulder mm-hmm. and then took her hands off. Um, I thought what was really impressive is they didn't know their song ahead of time, and yet they found a way to have good connection both to the song and to each other, that it felt all of one piece, mm-hmm. which is hard to just come up with in 30 minutes. Right. Was it my favorite rumba? No. But I thought it was very strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like we said a perfect 30 57 out of 60 and then they move on to their semifinals. Mm-hmm. they begin with a cha-cha and oh boy this cha-cha is phenomenal it's so so good and i will say i do appreciate that like she did struggle for a couple of weeks like it's not like she just came out and she was always top of the leaderboard always the best because now you're like she's peaking at the right time even though she's giving me exactly what i know she can give me it's so good Mm -hmm. 
Like, what can you say about this cha-cha? It's just, like, it's really sexy. She looks sharp. She's on fire through the thing. Like, she deserved that moment. It's incredible. The fringe, the hips, the change in the rhythm. She looked like she was having fun. It's 30, to no one's surprise. Yeah. It, it deserves its 30. It's just so, it's so good. It's so good. Then they do a waltz. And so in our package about how we got here, I yeah. will say, I was hoping they would bring up the nose. <laughs> but it is true. She looks so different pre and post nose job. Oh, she does. She really does. Instead, for the second package in a row, because the person before her, we had to talk about one. For the second package in a row, we had to talk about a car accident that killed people. <laughs> right. We did. Just, we just did. a reminder, Matthew Broderick killed a couple people. Um, right. We do have to talk about that. Um, and we do get to hear from Jamie Lee Curtis, which is very important Finally. To me. She is all of us. <laughs> she is. Oh, very important. Obviously, this is a month old by now. Yeah. So at this this past week's Tony Awards, Ariana DeBose did make a did the thing joke. Good. Good. Because she said Jay Jay Harrison Gee uh and Alex Newell who both won uh best performance by an actor in lead and featured in a musical um they are the first two non-binary performers to win acting tonys uh uh, for those and um it's just just like jay and alex did the thing and and the audience went wild my favorite moment of the tonys though michael arden wins uh for direction of a musical for parade and he's Uh talking about like oh uh it it like hatred is it like the fear of other and all this is how we get anti-semitism racism homophobia transphobia Uh, like when i was growing up i heard the f word said to me all the time well now this faggot has a tony um and 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 the award show bleeped it bleeped it out which i think is horrible but like the audience went wild and me and my boyfriend were just like yeah like we loved it we were very excited because that faggot has a Tony. Yeah. Now you would have been saying, get this fag off my TV. I don't want to see that. Correct. But... Why do you think I didn't watch the Tonys? Okay, now I got to talk about this waltz. Obviously the package <laughs> made me cry. I loved every moment of this dance. To nobody's surprise, I went into it knowing <laughs> I would feel emotional and I was. She emotes so well. Gorgeous frame, beautiful rise and fall, great staging by Derek. She is so stunning. It just oozes out of her. She gives her all to the dance and you can feel it. And she's nailing it. She is beauty. She is grace. She is Miss Mirabala Sates. Uh, Yep, exactly. I mean... 
her lines that she makes, the mm-hmm. sweeping elegance that she brings. Mm-hmm. I also, I agree what you said about Derek's work because it was simple, but it felt full. Yes. Yes. That it, it wasn't empty in any moments. Just a, a beautiful waltz. It was. It was so well done. She killed it. She did the thing. She gets a perfect 60 for her semifinals. As she should. Next up is a man who is peaking at the right time a la one twinkle toes per carry-on. Okay, is... but I literally wrote down the exact same comparison. And then Carrie-Anne said it later, and I was like, oh my god, I really am Carrie-Anne. You are Katie Clay. No. I really am. Burr. Exactly. Even more than Kyle, though, can we take a moment to shout out maybe the star of the season, Lacey Schwimmer? Incredible. Like, her in the packages, she has been a delight. Her yeah. working with Kyle, because she's clearly teaching him well, but her, she's just so funny. She's mm-hmm. tough at times, but, like, mm-hmm. she just has such an a great energy that she's bringing mm-hmm. in these packages. I'm loving Lacey Schwimmer. And she is so pretty for this Viennese waltz. When the show started, my very first comment written down on my page, oh my god, Lacey is so pretty. Like, Mm -hmm. just, she is the star of the season. Yeah. And she's also bringing it with the choreography, because we complained about her partnership with Lance, that she kept breaking rules and trying to do things. With Kyle, she has a natural showman who wants to kind of bring a modern twist to what he's doing, but Mm -hmm. she's giving him mostly traditional, so that his just performance flair is what's bringing in a modern sensibility. She's not making it too non-traditional for the most part through the season. Yep. And that's really working in her favor that it's allowing her to be the modern bad girl of the ballroom Mm -hmm. without breaking rules. Mm Mm-hmm. She finally found what? Her balance. She finally found her balance with it all. This Viennese Waltz, I mean, it just, it blew me away. His posture was so improved. It was refined. It was elegant. The lyricism that he was bringing to his arms, it, he looked so confident. They were so connected. I loved it. His footwork specifically was much improved. Mm -hmm. That it was accurate. It was timed well it never looked out of place i did think he was leading from his neck somewhat mm-hmm. but i i loved this and i know the song was really doing it for me because we stand breathe 2 a.m yeah like we love Grey's anatomy in this house correct correct but like he lived up to the song he's clearly getting better i really enjoyed this all nines 27 it's finally coming together because it was one thing when he was the showman but it wasn't like there were obvious issues it's all coming together now mm-hmm. and it's so exciting to watch and it's so exciting that he brought showmanship to a viennese waltz where yes. it's not like he was doing his kind of goofy grin charisma he yep. was still bringing his performance style to this yep 
And, and he's not trying to force these dances to work for him. He's fitting himself into these dances, if yep. that makes sense. Yep. Then they have a jive, and they get good golly Miss Molly, and of course they're excited. They know what the song is. They know it's going to work. Yep. My only question, why is Steve-O here? Yeah. So Lacey brings in Steve-O to distract Kyle. That's it. Like, I I have no idea, but I'm not mad about it. Well, I'm not I'm not mad because seeing Kyle get to do bits of like reacting to things yeah. was so fun. Yeah. Um the jive, I mean, really light and bouncy. The mm-hmm. middle section where he was mirroring Lacey and they were doing moves together, I wanted to leap to my feet. It was so good. I rewatched it. There were multiple Kyle Massey dances that I rewatched because they just were so fun. The first time you get mm-hmm. to watch them, you just instantly want them again. And this jive was no exception. Oh my God. Good energy. When he is feeling it, he is so good. He was just letting loose. Sometimes one of his feet would just look flat and just wasn't really doing much and it was always the same foot so that was a little interesting to see but like my god he was so good so light on his feet right on the money and the beat so full of attack i i loved it i loved it it was it was a perfect dance for him and he gets a 29 with the len nine so he scored 56 out of 60 and he goes into the semifinals starting to ride a high, and yep. he continues that high. Of course he does. His first dance of the night was a samba. And, and he brings the party! Expectations were so high. I was like, okay, he is going to go out there and absolutely nail it. And my God, does he ever. It, it Everything. His extensions. His lines. I love him. His shimmy. His face. Why was I crying? Daddy, I love him. I'm 16 years old. I'm not a child. I literally wrote Emmett's child. Like, he is Emmett Smith's child. Mm-hmm. He, he brings the party. His face is so delightful during this. He's mm-hmm. smooth. He knows when to hit. Like... It's just so fun. It's a delight of a samba. It is a delight. Lacey choreographs perfectly for him. Yep. This whole thing is a Gesamtkunstwerk. Uh, Mm -hmm. 10, 9, 10. 10, 9, 10, right? Yep. Then why did I write 28? (laughs) Um, Because math's hard. (laughs) Well, it's a 29. And then he does an Argentine tango. And I don't know why Louis Gossett Jr. is in his uh, package, but he is. Yeah. Um, And I think this is a cool blend of sorts between a Paso and an Argentine. uh, Because they are given the song Jai Ho, which... Why? (laughs) uh, Why? And that doesn't feel like an Argentine song. So, like, they start with claps, and I'm like, yep, this is a Paso. But... It's a cool take on the Argentine. Like, he brings his own sense of style where it's... 
it's not like sleek, fiery passion. It still has sort of a fun to it. It has a I'm just so cool sort of feeling. I can't really describe it, but it's just that Kyle X factor. And that's what he's doing. I think with this one, so I rewatched this one literally like three times after I got through the episode. But like it he okay, so it's not that sensual, dirty, I'm in the club in Argentina feel, but it is so freaking impressive. How quickly Lacey's legs move when she is like in front of him and she's doing this whole like sashaying type oh my god I don't know what the hell the steps are called but oh my god her legs move so quickly it is breathtaking to watch he does so well I loved it I absolutely loved it his career her choreography for an Argentine is just so sharp. It's mm-hmm. the sharpness of the Argentine that I am obsessed with. It, was it, so it brings it brings great pictures to it mm-hmm. because she knows kind of moments of this is going to be a not freezing, but they form moments and then move to the next thing, and it yep. flows. But it just has moments where like we hit or we pose, and you see it. And it just works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm struggling to be able to describe what this dance is because it's so different from a regular Argentine. Listen, everyone, just go watch it. Okay? Yeah. Just go watch the dance. Like, turn this off. We'll see you in five seconds. Yes. Go watch it. Well, I mean, we'll see you in... You'll see us in three minutes. We'll see you in five seconds. Yep. That was a fast five seconds. Welcome back. Um, Welcome back. So once again, it's a 29. Len won't give him a 10 because Len is a racist. Uh, So he scores 58 out of 60. He's already given one 10 to a black person this season. He can't give another. Well, he's going to give more in a moment. It's the woman. One black person. The woman who is denied a spot. I'm so angry about it, Katie. I'm so mad about it. So Brandy and Max begin with a waltz. It's underscored. Yeah. Uh, The package, because we have to talk about Max in these two weeks. Unfortunately, we have Mm -hmm. to talk about Max. It, it, like by now, it doesn't feel tense, but they still don't seem on the no. same page. But they're trying so hard to sell us on the fact that they're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. It, their waltz is that dark waltz that I mentioned earlier. It is yep. light and darkness. It's shades of in between. She just moves with a dancerly grace. She acts the hell out of it, both in her body and her face. And every small little movement she does feels so invigorating and and with intention. I mean, it's one of the most memorable waltzes I've seen on the show. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful performance. It's it is. stunning. Carrie Ann is so wrong. Yep. Carrie Ann is so wrong. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's it's just stunning. It's riveting. It's gorgeous. She is incredible. 
It gets a 29, and it's wrong. Screw you, Carrie-Anne. But, Katie, you are Carrie-Anne. Wow. Um, in the pa- in this package, it was very funny watching Brandy and Max competing for who has the best butt and best butt shake. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and see, this is where it seemed like they were having fun, and she seemed to be taking mutual ownership of their partnership, yes. which I think was important and great. She's just, she hits her stride in these episodes. Like yes. she, there's a moment in this cha-cha where she just is like walking and they're doing some things and she just throws in some hip shakes during this instant choreography. She's so good. She's so good. And like when it starts and Carrie Ann and Len are right. It takes too long to start. Yes. But once it starts, there's so much content. It's so fast that I almost can't fault it because they do way more in the middle. It's just they don't start by doing enough. Yeah, it's and like I just don't, I don't feel that strongly about it because it's like the beginning works fine. Like the Mm -hmm. beginning, sure, is it maybe a hair long, whatever, but like not to the extent that other people will where it is so clear that the messing about has gone on for two like mm-hmm. it just it felt like such a nitpicky thing to hide behind like well it's called instant choreography instantly get into it but, it's like, uh, that's uh, not uh, the same thing I, I do agree with that however yeah. if you look at what everybody else did they didn't have moments to be like okay we're just gonna like clap for eight bars and then like walk and start right. dancing and so I mean yes they do fall on that as a crutch but once they start dancing, they do so much. I, I I do agree it's a problem. I mean, I think of Meryl and Max's final fusion dance, which was also instant choreography, and they do much the same, where it takes too long to start. Yeah. But once it's happening, it's so good that I don't want to deny it. But it is true that even, like, Bristol and Kurt get right into their dances. Right. Even if they don't do as much throughout the entire thing. 9, 9, 10, 28, 57 out of 60. Um, and then they do an Argentine tango in the semifinal. Mm-hmm. Nope, they do a Paso first. Mm-hmm. It's weird that they're, their Paso and Argentine combo feels like too similar back to back in the semifinals. I agree, I agree. Um, but <laughs> they also get a really weird Paso Doble song. Which one was it? Um, this is their dance to... Of course, I didn't write it down. This is their dance where they dance a pasta doble to firework. Oh, right. Right, 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 right. I was like, I, I remember it was kind of an odd song. Okay, right, 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 right And right. so, therefore, the mood she's serving within the pasta doble feels strange, but it fits the song. It's just weird. Right. I did like the energy she brought. She was like yelling at times. Like she was, she had a lot of energy. She was very precise, incredible Spanish lines. Mm -hmm. Definitely liked it, but it just was a little weird. Yeah. The, The thing is, it felt like Max and Brandy both like choreographed, created the concept and then performed to the sort of thing of, hi, I'm bullied. I am the 
plastic bag floating through the wind. Right. But like, I'm going to be a firework. I'm going to step up. So they did what they should do. It just, that's weird for a posso. So like they did the assignment. The assignment was just bad. (laughs) Um, It it kind of worked on me though, because she had passion and pop in it. Um, I mean, she she, yells. Yeah. And she controls her body for this posso really well. Right. It gets all nines, a 27. I I wish she could have gotten a 10. Maybe that could have saved her. I know. I know. Um, Their final dance is in Argentine. And when we talk about how Brandy got here, I mean, once again, we talk about a car accident and That was not her fault. It was not her fault. Um, I loved seeing videos of her as a kid. She's always looked so good and so cute. I know. Like, she looks the same. Yeah. It's wild. Um, and did you like the appearance by Brandy's friend, Whitney Houston? Absolutely, I did. I Absolutely. Lo- I just love that that's how she's described. She's Brandy's friend. Whitney's friend. It's just Brandy's close friend from growing up, Whitney Houston. <laughs> but where has Whitney been in the ballroom? At least Jennifer's friend, Jamie Lee, has been there every week. Amen. Um... Shermakovsky Argentine tangos will forever be the gold standard of Argentine tangos. This is absolutely stunning. Absolutely stunning. The opening, gorgeous. The way they travel across the floor, gorgeous. The way she looks at him, incredible. The tandem leap. Oh my God. It is, it is just perfection. It, like, I loved that it didn't necessarily start right away in the same way of we had to walk together, but she's performing from the jump and yes. making it feel like an Argentine, which is great. There's also a moment that it was very funny watching Len applaud a move where Max is spinning away and all Brandy is doing is just lifting her Stand. leg towards her or towards uh-huh. him. But it, it was like, yes, I would also applaud that leg. Um, <laughs> Um, it, like, I loved them dancing up and around the stairs. Mm-hmm. She, they had such connection. She's a real romancer. It mm-hmm. was such a good Argentine tango. It's so good. Our Shermakovsky Argentines are always good. And she went out there and nailed it. Mm-hmm. And she nails it for a 30. She gets 57 out of 60 and is denied a freestyle by the Republicans. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me you're it not, wasn't the Republicans. You're not wrong. You're, you're correct. At least we're doing this on a day in which a former Republican president has been indicted and uh, arraigned. Too bad, so sad. So that's it. That's our finalists. Bristol, Kyle, Brandy. No, oh my so, God. Bristol, Kyle, Jennifer. Somebody's been dipping into the brandy. <laughs> Did you, you watched Dance Center, right? No. Katie, there's a Dance Center. What? <laughs> Kenny and Jerry are on fire as always, and they they do an intervention in the middle for Len with a bottle of brandy with a picture of brandy on it. 
amazing. <laughs> I love Dean Center. I'll watch it. I'll watch it tomorrow. I, I love those two. Yeah. Uh, those three. I was saying those two as in Lenny, uh, Lenny and Kenny. Um, but then also, obviously, Jerry. Like, Jerry is so much fun with them, too. I mean, the entire yeah. dance center cannot be improved. No. I love it. I love it. Katie, we know the right people didn't go home. Right. Uh, so let's begin with this. In a just world, how does the finale end? Jennifer in first. Brandon second, Kyle in third. I mean, yes, but in this final three, how does oh, it Oh, 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 Jennifer first, Kyle second, mm-hmm. Bristol third. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Who are you awarding your jaunty seven to? Kyle Massey. I, because you gave it to Kyle, who I was going to give it to, I will give it to the person who should have made it on and the person who did earn it through her dances. I'm going to Brandy. Yeah. And also Jennifer. <laughs> what about Humphrey, Bristol Palin? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really too bad that her mother didn't listen listen to Bristol's talks and practice abstinence. Amen, brother. I hope you don't abstain from rating us on <laughs> iTunes or Spotify. <laughs> you can rate and us, hope, review us, subscribe, tell your friends. And I hope you don't abstain from interacting with us on our social media. We're on we're everywhere. But not TikTok. What if we got a TikTok? I don't even have a TikTok. I don't have a TikTok either. Are we hit? Perfect. We'd be great at it. Well, Katie, not only would you be great at anything because you are great, I love you and I like you. Chris, I hear you and I see you. And please, stay tuned for what I assume to be a new episode of Castle coming up next. I didn't look it up. Realistically. Realistically.